who is going to be the fittest man on earth in 2023? It's CrossFit Games week, so we're going to find out here in a couple days, but let's run through some of the contenders who I think can take the top of the podium spot in probably what's going to be the most competitive CrossFit Games that we have seen in a long, long time. So starting out, Justin Medeiros, uh, he's the two-time reigning fittest man on earth after a couple years of seasons. 2023's been an interesting season for him considering he is coming off those back-to-back -back victories. Started off with the 78th in the CrossFit Open. Questions arose, bounced back, took first in worldwide quarterfinals, and then in semifinals finished fifth in North America West, which is probably one of the weaker, or probably the weakest out of the big three semifinals, uh, and finished ninth in a worldwide ranking in semifinals when we brought everybody together. So some question marks rise as we look at him going into the season. Again, he's probably still the favorite on paper just because he is coming off back-to-back -back wins at the CrossFit Games, back-to-back -back victories at the Rogue Invitational, which is the toughest competition outside of the CrossFit Games. So kind of give him the benefit of the doubt that he is the favorite going in. It will just be interesting to see how things turn out, given how this season has progressed so far. Probably doesn't have as dominant a position going in as he did last year, and probably some questions arise. The thing with Justin Medeiros, um, he does execute flawlessly over the course of the weekend. So in three trips to the CrossFit Games, he only has two event finishes outside the top 15. So nearly perfect when it comes to the execution. 2021, uh, Patrick Vellner kind of punted off that swim kayak uh, event there, which really set him behind over the course of the weekend. He steps up a bit there, makes things a bit more competitive, and uh, changes the tempo if he finishes 20th instead of 35th. It 2022 Rogue, again, Patrick Vellner was probably two clean and jerks away from taking that title. So it is, again, the last couple of years, Someone has lost the CrossFit Games as much as Justin Medeiros has earned that victory. So if Medeiros comes in, maybe he misses a couple events. Maybe he has a couple event finishes outside the top 20. Uh, we could see a little bit more shift to the top. Or maybe one of these other guys we talked about also puts together a flawless weekend. They might be able to jump above him here. Medeiros again, two CrossFit, event, uh, or CrossFit Games victories. Only one event win over those couple of years. So certainly a lot of the other guys we talk about here shortly have a lot more capability to win these events. So if they don't punt one into the stands, could have see some trouble from Daryl's over the course of the weekend. But two-time fittest man on earth, he is definitely the favorite going in. Second up, Jeffrey Adler. So coming out of a 2022 games, finished fifth last year. Second time he has finished fifth. Uh, in three seasons at the CrossFit Games. 2023 season, so far, near flawless, best of anybody we've seen. Wins the CrossFit Open, fifth at Worldwide Quarterfinals, first at North America East, as well as first overall in Worldwide Semifinals. So probably just based off this season so far, the biggest contender to Justin Medeiros going into the season. Uh, at the Rogue Invitational last year, he finished third uh, behind, again, Medeiros and Chandler Smith there. So we didn't really see him other, well, outside of that in an individual competition. He did win uh, the Wadapalooza team competition with uh, Patrick Vellner and Brent Fikowski. But again, like I don't really put a lot of weight into off-season team competitions relative to how they will perform it as an individual. So 
but what we've seen this far from Adler, definitely one of the favorites to take the fittest man on earth title away from Medeiros, uh, if not finish on a podium position. Third up on our list is Patrick Vellner. So the four-time CrossFit Games podium finisher comes into the season after a fairly disappointing sixth for him last year at the CrossFit Games, which again, just shows the talent that he does have when a sixth place finish is disappointing. So far this season, it's been pretty stellar for Vellner as well. CrossFit Open 195th, but again, like there's not a lot of weight into that for a lot of these guys since there is the quarterfinal step. They just need to advance, which they can do pretty much with their eyes closed. On a worldwide quarterfinals level, he finished second behind Medeiros at North America West. He beats Medeiros, beats Brent Fikowski, beats Sam Quant, some of the other guys we see on this favorites list, uh, and finishes second uh, behind Adler on a worldwide semifinals type of ranking. So really strong season for him, coming in fine form. His offseason, uh, finished fourth at Rogue, but like I mentioned, he took a shot for victory and fell just short uh, and ended up finishing fourth behind um, Adler and Chandler Smith as well as Medeiros. But again, going into that last event uh, and, you know, three quarters of the way through that last event, he definitely looked like he was going to take that victory there. Finished third at Wadapalooza behind Roman Krennikov and Ricky Garrard. Uh, Ricky Garrard, again, podium finisher last year at the CrossFit Games, isn't competing this year because of a mountain bike accident. So create some other room for some of these guys to step up. But again, Vellner um, still continuing to show he's at the top of the sport, um, even though he is now 33 and probably one of the oldest guys or second oldest guy, I believe now, uh, with Jason Smith out of the CrossFit Games. Next up, we have Roman Krennikov. So Roman Krennikov makes it to the CrossFit Games finally, has his visa issue short, sorted out, uh, and finishes second in his first in-person CrossFit Games. Uh, similar to Medeiros, had a pretty near flawless uh, competition there. No real outliers in terms of uh, event finishes. So he didn't really have any bad events. Finishes 27 points behind Justin Medeiros last year. So over the course of 12 events, that's only five or six position differences that would have needed to be changed for him to finish on top spot. So again, having a full year in the US for training, we also need to remember that he relocated um, without his partner, without his newborn child last year um, to focus on training, I believe in uh, the spring last year. So had be having a settled ground base in Cookville um, training there might give him kind of that edge, like another year under his belt for at the CrossFit Games. So he knows what to expect to be in Madison now that he has been there a year. Might give him that edge to push him to the top. So far this season, uh, Open 17th, quarterfinals 19th. He did have an exemption just because of his visa to compete at North America East. So he finished fourth there, which again was the most competitive semifinal we saw on the men's side. Um, so again, really right there at the top of the cream of the crop on the men's side, off season, had a fifth at Rogue uh, and a second at Wadapalooza uh, mentioned there. So really continues to show those strong performances and hopefully that year of training for him pushes him to the top of the CrossFit Games. Jason Hopper, another guy to take a look at, um, definitely on the upward trajectory of his CrossFit Games career. So last year finished seventh. Probably the biggest jump for a top performer at the CrossFit Games last year in his rookie year, finished 19th. So again, having that full year of training with Matt Frazier and the HWPO team catapulted him up to 7th. 
and really continuing to see that growth over the offseason there. So he had a seventh at Rogue, but since that time, uh, moved to Vermont, training full-time with Matt Frazier, saw him with a second at North America East, um, right behind Adler. In that competition, he never ended up worse than second on the leaderboard. Um, he had finishes, event finishes below uh, second, obviously, but never fell below second in the overall standings. It was really just kind of him and Adler at the top of the competition that entire weekend. And then on a worldwide semifinals leaderboard, tied with Patrick Vellner for second overall. So somebody who does have the strength component to push it out there and also kind of has some sneaky event victories in um, a ruck run last year at Rogue. So potentially working with uh, the HWPO team and all the different coaches we have there pushes him to be a well-rounded athlete and come up to the top. It will be interesting to see if he is able to take that next leap from seventh to that you know, top elite tier, but definitely somebody to keep an eye on. He'll probably win some events um, and finish a lot, of, uh, finish at the top of a lot of events as well. So, be interested to see how his progress as an athlete comes along. Another youngster to keep your eye on this year is Dallin Pepper. So, kind of looking to see him do a similar jump to Hopper or what Hopper did last year for Pepper to do this year. So, 2022 games, his rookie year in the main field, finished 19th, uh, but comes in this season. Finishes third in Worldwide Quarterfinals, finals, third at North America East, which gives him fourth overall in a Worldwide Semifinals ranking. So he is definitely positioned to make that jump from 19th to potentially a top five podium finish there. On an off-season standpoint, the only time we did see him was at Wadapalooza, where he finished seventh. And there was a really strong field in terms of the men's side there this year. So uh, definitely seeing the growth there. Kind of some questions arise again, like 19th to a podium spot would definitely be a major jump for him. As well as the brute strength team, certainly last year, I don't know if it's going to end up being the same this year, really ended up priming themselves for the semifinals. So I don't know if that third that we saw from Pepper at North America East is his peaking or his peak performance of the year, or if they still have some training to get up to the next level to push him again up to the podium spot and challenging for the white leader's jersey. Uh, Pepper, obviously, uh, no no stranger to the top of the podium at the CrossFit Games. He comes in with uh, two um, fittest teenager on earth um, titles. Um, he won the 16 to 17 division twice uh, there. So um, he knows what it takes to win. It's whether or not he can do it in the, the main, category, main event category here. Our next man to talk about uh, is the only European on the list, Lazar Ducic, uh, coming into his third CrossFit Games. Both CrossFit Games have been top 10 finishes for him, which again, is really quite impressive. 2021 was a ninth, last year was an eighth. So not a big jump, but when you start off in the top 10, there isn't a lot of room for you to go. Uh, seeing him this year, won the European semifinal uh, for himself, which placed him seventh worldwide on the category. So may not have the top end athleticism this year to fight for the fittest man on earth title, but definitely could be finishing top five or fighting for a podium spot. He has somebody also who has won multiple CrossFit Games events in his two seasons. So somebody we could see with event wins and really just causing some commotion there at the top of the leaderboard, putting uh, positions between people fighting for that fittest on earth title. So he'll definitely, he'll be in the final heat, be fighting for event wins and really just kind of making an interesting competition for everybody. He ended up winning Madrid uh, last year, 
Rogue was kind of a bit of an outlier since he twisted or sprained his ankle on the first event last year, which kind of threw things up um, and kind of had a, a hit or miss Dubai. So really kind of off season really would focus more on the win at Madrid as opposed to the other two. Uh, definitely has some home run potential in events to see uh, at the CrossFit Games this year. Okay, moving on to our last two athletes within the list as well. Uh, first one is Sam Quant. Um, Sam Quant's often overlooked. Um, generally just fairly boring type of athlete there. Doesn't do a lot of sponsorships. Doesn't do a lot of stuff on social media. Just kind of puts his head down, puts in the hard work. Uh, 2022 bounce back year for him after missing the games in 2021 finishes fourth uh, we got to remember back in 2020 he did stand on the podium in second place uh, in that competition there so really kind of just someone that just sneaks up on you because he isn't flashy um, by any means but interesting to keep an eye on north america west finishes third behind Pikowski and velner places him eighth on a worldwide semi-final standpoint eighth at Rogue last year. Um, so could be an interesting people, may just have the opportunity to just kind of slide in as we see the competition move forward. Uh, again, somebody else who is also super steady. And the last man up on our list is Brent Fikowski. Uh, really kind of interesting to see his off season in the last couple seasons for him. So 2022, 16th at the games. Whereas 2021, you know, battled through, finishes third at the CrossFit Games. So really kind of a Jekyll and Hyde type of performance um, over the last couple seasons for him. He does have a, a bounce back performance at North America West, finishing second there. And uh, off season, he did have a, a first at Elfit, a third at Dubai, a fourth at Wadapalooza. So even though he is kind of getting on in his career, has these performances versus the elite in the field that shows that he is right in there. So fourth, again, at Wadapalooza, the top three were Ricky Garrard, Roman Krennikov, and Patrick Vellner. So for him to finish fourth there, it shows he's still able to hang with the best in the world. And then depending on the programming, he certainly has the reputation from a strategy standpoint to put himself in the top position. So uh, if the cards fall right for him, uh, Fittest on Earth is definitely a possibility for Brent Fikowski. And that right there is the list of main competitors I see on the men's field. Chances are all these men will end up finishing in the final heat come Sunday at the CrossFit Games. So at least gives you a good overview of who to watch there. Again, I think it's going to be probably the most competitive competition we've seen in a long time, which as a fan of the sport, really looking forward to see who is able to put together that complete weekend. Uh, is Madero's going to continue his reign or are we going to see somebody else come up um, and put a, a, a new face on top of the podium at the CrossFit Games? As always, thanks for watching. If you enjoy it, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends. And if you want a little bit more bite-sized information on the CrossFit Games and the CrossFit Games athletes, follow us on Instagram at Frontline Analytics. Just some bite-sized stats um, to help cover the sport of fitness.